Hi, I'm Jane Nichols, a journalist with GE Reports. Welcome to our special Olympic Games warm-up podcast. Journalists love the Olympic Games. There's triumph and tears and a cast of amazing human beings. There's also the awe-inspiring feat of simply staging the Olympic Games. The whole infrastructure of a host city has to be built up as it gets itself into shape. From the point of view of the athletes, one of the most important pieces of infrastructure in a host city has got to be the polyclinic in the Olympic Village. It's here that athletes go for diagnosis and treatment of any injuries. And in that polyclinic, they're going to find the latest and greatest medical imaging technology, from MRI scanners to ultrasound machines and digital x-rays. It's critical, of course, to diagnose injuries fast and accurately to start the correct treatment so that those Olympians can get right back into competition and pursue their dream. We wanted to take a closer look at the polyclinic and we convinced a very busy man to be our guide. Dr Richard Budget is a gold medal winning Olympian and he's the IOC's Medical and Scientific Director. The Medical and Scientific Commission that he heads up has three main aims. Protection of the health of athletes, respect for both medical and sports ethics, and equality for all competing athletes. The polyclinic is a really important part of helping Richard's team make sure of those fundamental principles. Richard spoke to me on the phone from Switzerland, just before he headed over to Rio. I asked him to explain how the polyclinic works. I always say that the polyclinic is the jewel in the crown of uh, the medical provision at Olympic Games. It's uh, in the Olympic Village, It's where athletes or any members of the Olympic family go if they're injured or sick. Um, And it uh, really can deal with anything that doesn't need to go to the hospital for an operation. So um, over the um, various years of the Olympics, it's become more and more sophisticated. And now the team doctors, the team physios, the coaches, they all turn to the polyclinic when they've got a problem with their athletes. And uh, it was in London, the, the last summer games where I was the chief medical officer, it was uh, used massively. There were, there were thousands and thousands of patient consultations in the polyclinic. Um, and it's, uh, it, it, it can it start, obviously, the, the, the core, the most important thing is the sport medicine provision. Um, and uh, that's, uh, nowadays, that's a team. So it's the sport medicine doctor with the physiotherapist and, ma- and massage therapist as well. Um, but then there's a number of specialists who come in, there's orthopedic surgeons, there's uh, physicians, um, and there are specialist services such as ophthalmology, such as dental. Um, and then, of course, really important is the investigation facility. So the ability to actually make fast, accurate diagnosis. So the polyclinic has scanning, um, MRI scan, X-ray, ultrasound, all of which is aimed at making a diagnosis quickly so you can confidently treat athletes as fast as possible and get them back on the field to play, which is, of course, the priority of Olympic Games. The, the great thing about having all main modalities available, be it X-ray, ultrasound, CT, or MRI, is they can use what's best, and they don't have to, to sort of make any compromises. So um, it, it's really important to have the full range of diagnostic facilities there because at certain stages of an injury, um, uh, certain forms of scanning are most effective. An X-ray won't pick up a stress fracture at the beginning, um, and so you need to do an MRI scan. And an ultrasound is brilliant for soft tissue injuries and relating it because you, you're, it's almost part of the clinical examination, whereas an MRI you can pick up things that are a bit deeper, a little bit more difficult to see. So they all have their, um, their place, um, and together they form a sort of tapestry that will enable the doctor to make the best 
a most accurate diagnosis, which is what we're looking for. I wondered if using MRIs and ultrasounds sometimes shows doctors the true extent of an injury that might have been more wait and see in the old days, before this kind of medical imaging was used in the, during the Olympic Games. And if it means that doctors are sometimes faced with telling an athlete, you know what, you'd be smarter to pull out and maybe have another Games in you. Uh, that's a really interesting question because we have an Olympic movement medical code which all the doctors who are um, uh, with the teams have signed up to as part of their registration to practice as a doctor in uh, Rio. And that is about putting the health of the athlete first. Obviously, we're all there to help the performance of the athlete, but ultimately, um, the health of the athlete has to come first. So if there's, if there's concern that this might lead to long-term health consequences, then there's no doubt the advice will be to withdraw from competition. But it's a once-in-every-four-year event. So people will naturally take uh, some element of risk of further complication of their injury in order to be able to compete in the Olympic Games. And we have to respect that. It's an athlete's um, individual right to make, to make that decision. And uh, when the, you've got an event that's so important to them uh, and it comes around so rarely, then some unusual decisions can be made. Um, but they need to be made fully in, with fully informed um, athletes and fully informed consent. So is it the athlete's final call, whether they go on or not? Um, they, they can make that call if they're competent to do so, and also as long as they're not endangering any other athletes or anyone else who's taking part in an event. And also, in many cases, it's up to the team, because sometimes if, it, if it's a... Uh, a hockey player or a football player, then they would need to be replaced within the team. So then it's a performance issue for the coaches, and it's not just an injury issue. Um, and so if an athlete's not performing to their best, then uh, it, it, often it, it is uh, the hard choice that the team has to make to withdraw that athlete and put someone in who can perform. The introduction of electronic medical records, known as EMRs, is a big leap forward for these games. The United States Olympic Committee used EMRs in London. In Rio, every single Olympian will have an electronic medical record. The polyclinic EMRs will run on GE's Centricity Practice Solution. These electronic medical records are another step forward to Richard's team's goal of equality for all the competing athletes. The EMRs streamline and connect all of the services in the polyclinic during the Games, meaning that Every health professional can call up the results from any scans the athletes had and what treatment has been given and so on from any workstation in the polyclinic. Now, that's great for improving care during the Games, of course. Richard points out that electronic medical records are just as critical for the care of the athletes after the Olympic Games. The IOC is encouraging federations and squads around the world to take up EMRs for the long-term care of their athletes. Beyond just an individual's care, the data from these records helps sports medicine specialists to study the kinds of injuries that happen in certain sports and figure out better treatments or how to avoid the injuries in the first place. I think it's part of the importance of EMR that it enables the uh, medical services, people providing the medical services, to provide optimum treatment. So you can see what is effective um, and uh, act sooner in prevention. And the USOC are really doing this well because they're, they're monitoring very carefully and in great detail. So a little example from rowing is we've learned over the years that one of the problems in rowing was rib stress fractures. 
And uh, in the old days, of course, you know, you, as a rower, you try and tough it out. Now we know that, uh, you know, with all the surveillance that's gone on, including the imaging that's really important to make the accurate diagnosis, that as soon as you get immigrant pain, you stop immediately. And then you may only have to stop for three or four days um, rather than the three or four weeks you would with an actual stress factor of the week. So um, you, can, uh, you can change practice with good surveillance, uh, and that's what we aim to do. I asked Richard to take us back to 1984, the year that he won gold at the Los Angeles Olympic Games in Great Britain's Coxed Four rowing team. Today, a typical Olympian has a team of professionals looking after them. It was a bit lonelier at the top in the 1980s, when even elite athletes had to figure out how to train, what to eat, and how to deal with any injuries. When I was rowing, we had a doctor and a physiotherapist, uh, and that was about it. Um, no one really told us too much about sport nutrition. Um, there, were, there was some physiology, but uh, there wasn't proper sports science surveillance. Um, and, uh, for instance, uh, I didn't know what I was supposed to be eating, but I was hungry. Um, so I used to just eat an extra huge portion of potatoes on the side of my normal meal. Now, in retrospect, that was a perfectly good thing to do, but it was pretty random. Um, now, the athletes get such fantastic advice on optimum recovery, which is, of course, important to optimum health as well as to uh, their performance. And the, uh, the way that the um, entourage are gathered round a coach-athlete unit is fantastic in most sports. Um, so you, you, you have the strength and conditioning coach, the physiologist, the psych- psychologist, the um, uh, sports nutritionist or dietitian, um, massage therapist, all working with doctors and physiotherapists. Um, and I think the athletes these days probably don't know how lucky they are. They, they, they've got the most fantastic services. Uh, and dare I say it, I think the entourage as well. You know, it, it is, as you mentioned, working in a polyclinic is very stimulating and exciting. It's very stimulating, exciting, and rewarding to work with a group of fellow professionals closely, all going towards one goal. So that's really what's changed. It used to be a sort of part-time hobby for people to look after athletes. Now it's a proper professional um, uh, thing that, uh, that medical professionals do. You know, I had a slight back injury back in 1984 when I was preparing for the Games, and it took me out in the end for just over three weeks. Um, but actually, if there had been proper um, diagnosis near the beginning, um, I would have been much more confident in my rehabilitation. And I know that sort of injury now, I'd probably been back in the boat within a week. Um, now, as it was, I managed to keep my face in the boat, and the boat obviously went on to win, so that was all right. But uh, it, I know from that experience, there's nothing more frightening for an athlete than leading up to a big competition like the Olympic Games getting an injury and the implications of that, the implications for all the years of work you put in of getting that injury. So uh, I think that the fact that we can get these sophisticated diagnoses done really quickly, I mean, all right, some, it's not always good news, but at least the athlete can be confident that they um, have the very best chance of recovery because the uh, accurate diagnosis being made and a good prognosis made and they know what they can do to give themselves the very best chances. Most of the medical treatment in the Olympic Village Polyclinic happens when an athlete comes in with an injury. But with athletes coming from all over the world, Richard revealed one area where the medical equipment is put to wider use. Yes, I suppose the best example of that is the uh, dental part of the polyclinic where it's the 
the only part of the polyclinic where we encourage screening of athletes because there is good evidence of poor oral health in uh, many athletes from many parts of the world, uh, and this is a great opportunity to actually do something about that. Both education and screening, um, and that can often involve uh, uh, investigation as well. For the rest of the services of the polyclinic, it's reactive rather than proactive, um, and um, the results obviously um, will be given to the athlete. They'll be given their scans in electronic form, normally on a disc, um, and they'll be given uh, the, the results of any blood tests that are done, any other pathological tests, and the results of uh, treatment and the um, summary of uh, diagnosis and treatment by the doctors and physiotherapists. It must be an exciting time for doctors working in the polyclinic, even when they are run off their feet. It is a, it's a huge privilege to be part of it. And uh, I think uh, the, the doctors, physiotherapists, and everyone who's involved, um, they sort of hope that it's going to be fun. And some of them uh, are concerned, oh, I'm not in the... Um, uh, you know, main stadium, I'm not beside the hockey pitch or the rowing course, I'm, I'm stuck in the polyclinic. But actually, as I said at the beginning, the polyclinic is the jewel in the crown. 90% of the actual medical treatment of athletes by the organizing committee of the Games takes place in the polyclinic. You're only really in a, in a venue in case something happens. Unfortunately, it doesn't too often happen. There's nothing too serious. So the polyclinic is the, is the place where there's a real buzz of intellectual activity, as you say, around the most fantastic equipment and kit. And uh, the uh, and you've got some of the best doctors and others in the uh, country volunteering to be part of this. Increasingly, as I said, international medical personnel coming. So there's a, a great opportunity for continuous professional development, for learning, um, and uh, the medical staff at the polyclinic normally get a great deal out of that experience and benefit from it and talk about it for years afterwards. Thanks for joining us and we wish the world's athletes and their professional support teams and fans everywhere a wonderful Olympic game.